0: i sat with the hypnotherapist who i started working with 10 years ago and she said "Ben, i'm going to reconnect you back to your emotions we're going to go introspectively to for you to learn who you really are i would have been like uh you know no i I just you know i'm just here to learn about the sex stuff like that's that's (laughs) get me a
1: better sex life okay (laughs) Welcome back to Love, Sex and Magic. With me, your host, Melissa Wells. I'm so excited for today's guest. Ben Bidwell is a mindset and purpose coach for men, writer and public speaker who's stripping back the conversation to change the stigma around mental health and masculinity. He once lived an uninspired life driven by other people's expectations at the cost of his own authenticity. But what he now knows is that external validation doesn't bring an internal sense of fulfillment so in this conversation we talk all about masculine and feminine energy we talk about toxic masculinity wounded um, masculine behaviors and traits and how that affects our relationships and we talk about sexuality intimacy feeling our feelings and what we can do to help the men in our lives to just be more authentic and true to themselves. So this is a really beautiful and vulnerable conversation and I hope you enjoy it. So Ben, welcome to Love, Sex and Magic. It's so good to have you here. Do you know what
0: Mel, it's like the, the, the build-up has been so intense. It's like a joy just now to to be sat in the space with you. Like, this is just amazing. <laughs> so thank you.
1: My pleasure. Absolutely. My pleasure. So we met a few years ago through, um, a Hay House event that we were both speaking at. And I was just blown away by your presence and authenticity on stage. And just what you gave of yourself was just so beautiful and, and so rare. Um, and I was just like, wow, like this guy is really doing something special and so then I invited you to come and speak at my event the self-love summit in London which you did and it just floored everyone to be honest you know the way that you share from the perspective of the masculine in such a vulnerable way is um yeah just really something to behold so I just want to say I really appreciate the work that you're doing in the world
0: well honestly it's so beautiful to hear that honestly it really touches me because um that's all i want to do i want to show up and be myself and and i feel you know right now the message is there to be heard right now there this is this is really topical around masculinity and men and i just um i haven't always been this way but it's a joy for me just to show up with the freedom and a presence and just to say hey this is mm-hmm. me and, and this is this is what i'm about and this is my passion and i hope it can make a difference you know
1: yeah, well, it definitely is. So yeah, I'd love if you could share a little bit more about your, like th- what this journey was like for you. Like you said, I wasn't always this way. What were you like before you started doing this work and making this shift to like really come into your divine masculine and really share your heart from that male perspective? Like paint us a picture of how old, like past life Ben was.
0: mm first thing that comes to mind is just lost. You know, I was lost. I didn't know myself. Um, and I just, I, I became the man that I thought I should be. Um, who's so different to my truth. Um, you know, I grew up in a society I we would say this in the eighties, I saw Rambo, I saw Terminator. Um, for me, if I was going to be a successful, man, I needed to be strong, tough, brave, unemotional. It was all that stuff. That was what society showed me. That's what I saw. Mm. And Inside of my heart was a lot of softness, a lot of sensitivity, a lot of tenderness. You know my mum is a nurse, and she always showed me that, and I loved that in her. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. these beautiful gifts, these human gifts, but I wasn't allowed to express them. you know if mm-hmm. I expressed them, then I risked being bullied rather than you know leading and being successfully or a man who, who sort of perceived to be successful mm-hmm. And so, right from the word "go" from as young as I can remember, I buried my truth you know I buried the 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 beautiful feminine energy that I had inside of me, and I went all in on the, on the masculine and it became a game of validation and validation for me was came in the form of women, parties, being tough, being brave, you know ticking all the all society's boxes, going all in on success and and really not only that but burying. The beautiful sides of me, that the the softness, sensitive, the sensitive, the connection to love. You know, I could never love. I completely buried that. I couldn't tell my mum for 30 years that I loved her, even though I deeply wow. loved her. I always did. But I wouldn't let myself, I wouldn't let myself mm. tell someone I love them in relationships. Mm. I um it just was not who I built up, this perception of who I should be. Um mm. so lost is really it's 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 the only way I can describe it if I was to sum it all up. I just was so so lost I don't blame myself I don't blame Mm -hmm. myself I just this is the path and this is why I'm so passionate as to what I do because I know inside of my heart that there was this beautiful energy and I've seen it now in so many men in the work that I do with men I see it these tough guys and you provide Mm -hmm. space for them and I see their tenderness when they're allowed and yes I just I just I want men to be able to to be allowed that space. I know how much it hurt me and how lost I was. And I don't want men to be lost. You know, I mm. come back to the space, hurt people, hurt people. And there's a lot of hurt men out there causing damage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's such a beautiful point. And I think you're right it's such a collective thing you know it's, unfortunately it's not just you that experiences this you know it's it's it seems to be like just a huge um societal issue that we're raising men to be closed off from their emotions unable to express their heart you know unable to um reveal their deeper truth being close intimacy and like you said there's such a valid point like Terminator action men. like we we always women always talk about like you know we have like the Barbie dolls that we that we grew up with and this kind of idea of femininity but you guys had the same with these male action heroes and gotta just be strong and carry on and like I can't like count the amount of times that I've heard someone say to a little boy to man up and be brave instead of just really allowing him to cry. Like how much of we, it breaks my heart to think how many little boys there are around the world that don't feel like they're allowed to cry. Like what that, what that's creating in the adult men. Um, it's heartbreaking Really, and I think the the reverse of that for women would probably be women are not allowed to be angry or feel rage or be any kind of um, show any kind of that uh, you know aggression um, that's more considered the the masculine and the feminine is is the the one that cries. So it's really like a collective issue of we're telling people this is how you should be instead of just letting them be everything, all the colors of the rainbow, right?
0: And that's all it is for me. It's like this categorizing of, of people telling them they've got to be a certain thing is re- is really damaging re- mm. from the word go, you know, because uh, I remember reading recently that, 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 that the perception is, I think that what well, the truth is, is that women are stronger than society gives them credit for and, and men are more sensitive than society gives them credit for. And we're boxed into those categories from the, from the word go. And speaking from a man's perspective, um, It it hurts. It causes pain. We don't know it because we just—it's—it's all we've ever known. You know, from as early as I remember, that was my way. So I didn't Mm. know that the the pain that was caused until I started to do the work, and still I started to release it and become authentically more myself. And it's like, wow, like Mm. that—that behavior—that was not my truth. And when when you're not aligned to your Mm. truth, you're disconnected. It's—it's an inauthentic way to be, and you're always trying, you're striving, you're chasing the validating is heavy, you know, you're wearing a mask and it's, it's mm. not, there's no freedom. There's no sense of, of freedom. Um, and it hurts everyone, you know, from a male perspective, you know, you look at the, the stats around the destruction that men cause through all sorts of different ways, but you also look at the male suicide rates and we're in pain. You know, mm. there's no two ways about it. Um, So yeah, fundamentally, for me, it's just allowing, it's this allowing, allowing men to to be all of who they are, allowing women to be all of who they are, not categorizing, saying Mm. this is who you should be. And I think that's that's the thing, like how many people are being who they should be, not who they truly are.
1: Mm. Yeah. And I think you raised an interesting point earlier when you said that you know, your journey to this was allowing yourself to connect with your inner feminine. And I think that is something that a lot of men struggle with because, um, I don't know. It's like, they don't want to be seen as feminine or there's like a bad word for them to, (laughs) to, to have in that. It's, do you know what I mean? But I think, I think that's really important because I do believe that like through healing the masculine, we heal the feminine and through healing the feminine, we heal the masculine. It's the yin and the yang. It's all connected. Can you share like how, like, did you feel triggered around using the word feminine or going into your feminine body like how did you start to navigate that and what are some of the things that you started to do to shift it
0: yeah like uh, there was no part of me well no that's not true my 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 rational minds used to hear about the feminine energy and just think, why the hell I'm a man? I don't want any feminine energy. What is what, what? Like, how does that serve me? And of course, I had no understanding or no perspective, and no one taught me, so I don't carry any blame. Of course, there was the opportunity for me to learn, but I just—it was just not. When you're stuck in that masculine trait, you don't want to learn, you don't want to grow, you don't want you to—you're not open-minded enough to experience what the feminine energy is about and how it can serve you. You just think you've got to go all in. I need to be tough. I need to be this stuff. That's who I am. So. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't so much I was triggered, but I just was so disconnected, so uninterested in this perception mm. of embracing any form of feminine energy inside of me. Um, and, you know, in all honesty, like I never went on a journey to connect with my feminine. I never knew that, that, that there was work for me to do there. I didn't want to do that work. The only reason I did any work was because I wanted more fulfillment in my sex life, you know? Mm. And if, if – when I work with a hypnotherapist, and this is why I have to have sympathy, and, and I can't carry any blame for, for any man who is showing up still stuck in that space, because you know I was there. And, and if, if I, when I sat with the hypnotherapist who I started working with ten years ago, and she said, "Ben, I'm going to reconnect you back to your emotions. We're going to go introspectively to, for you to learn who you really are," I would have been like, "Ah, uh, you know, no, I, I just." you know i'm just here to learn about the sex stuff like that's, that's <laughs> get me else.
1: a better sex life okay <laughs> listen exactly. lady i'm here because i want to have good sex that is it i'm not talking about emotions <laughs> the exactly. two are not connected <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, we joke but like that was like 100 percent it that was and i and i like i'm lucky because i was persistent enough i sat with her and but all the time after every session i was like okay, that was great. That was great. And I kind of, now I just told my mum I loved her and I sent her some flowers and there's part of me that feels good about that. But like, when are we getting to the sex stuff? Like, you know? <laughs> I,
1: I love I it. Know. I love it. It's so interesting because like, obviously, as you know, like I've worked with a lot of clients, female clients around sexuality and we have a really sit, like there's a similar journey. Like people come looking for the sex stuff and we dive into feelings and emotions and relationships and mother father stuff and masculine feminine stuff. And it does lead to the to the sex stuff eventually, but you have to really, it's deep stuff. And I, I think people don't realize that to have a really beautiful relationship and connection with your sexuality really requires you to have a beautiful relationship with your heart.
0: <sighs> totally. And, and, You know, I'm conscious that with that, with my marketing, because I think I've probably got that wrong in that I've gone on the journey. I've reconnected with my heart and I want other men to reconnect with their heart. But if you ask the average man and if you ask me 10 years ago, do I want to connect with my heart? Absolutely not. As I say, (laughs) I just want to be better at sex and to have more fulfillment in that area. So like, you know, I understand that there are are some coaches who, who, from a guy's perspective, you know, they'll market themselves and they'll just say, hey, do you want to be better at sex? And men are like, yes, I do, but little do they know is they're going to be taken on a journey to, to to reconnect with their feminine energy, which of course they'd say, no, I don't want to do that work at the very beginning. But that's that's the mm. thing. Um, It's all marketing, and men are mm. so stuck in their heads, and, and it, you know that we'll put two and two together and decide that's not for us. I'm not going there. I don't want to be on that journey. But I, but sex is a great hook into this work in that mm. respect.
1: Yeah, because sexual attraction is about the polarity between the masculine and the feminine energies. It's like, of course, we're going to need to understand both of these energies within us to be able to have the deepest sexual connection. And, you know, if you are a man and you are a masculine man who is looking to be partnered with a feminine woman, let's just say, then you're going to need to be, for you to be truly attuned to her, to read her, to feel her, that's when you're going to be able to be the best lover, right? By by really being able to feel her energy, her essence, and be able to give to that. And if you're not able to feel that within yourself, then it's just going to be, you know, for want of a better word, word banging <laughs> with no real you know with no real feeling mm. and that was my life now you know that was my life <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was awful
1: just just banging all the time that was my life <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, honestly though like and it's
0: like put it, it but it's, and this is the thing, society ticks, the, you know, you're ticking boxes. Like you're getting pats on the back, you're getting fist bumps, high fives,
1: yeah, telling the stories.
0: That's oh, so great. true. Great. It's rewarded.
1: Yes.
0: It's rewarded. That's and That's so it's, true. It's, internally, Ugh. it's just not fulfilling.
1: No, and we hate that as well. We hate feeling like, you know, that's awful for us, feeling like we're just like a notch on the bedpost and that there's going to be stories told and there's no real sensitivity to what a sacred experience it is. I remember having um hmm. I remember having sex with
0: um uh, a girl I must have been this must be the beginning of my journey and maybe I was just welcoming in people a little bit more conscious and I welcomed, in, welcomed in this girl and we had a beautiful connection and we had sex. And after it, she, she, she said to me, Ben, I feel like you've just had sex with me. Like I'm just any other girl, like every other girl you've ever had sex with. There was nothing. There's nothing there. Don't worry. I don't carry any shame on this. Oh. You're looking at me honestly. I'm, I'm, like, oh, it makes sense. That breaks
1: my heart. It breaks my heart yeah. for her.
0: Like from my perspective, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't carry any shame around that male because honestly, you know, I was just doing my thing. Like I I was just following what the path that I was shown. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hold gratitude that I'm not in that space now. And I hold gratitude that I'm I'm more conscious and there's still work for me to be done. Don't don't, like, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm, I've got this nailed, but, um, Mm -hmm. and I never will, it's always going to be ongoing, but now like, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm really not, not that bothered. There's only so much I'm going to get out of banging, if we're going to call it that, you know, I have that experience. It's like, well, you might as well, I might as well do that myself. You know what I'm after. And I think this is something that I'm really coming conscious to now is a very sensitive guy. Like really, like, it's not like I'm just sensitive. It's like, I'm very sensitive. I've, I cherish that. And I really need a depth, a real depth to really see someone and feel them fully, like really go there, let mm-hmm. let, let someone in properly. Let's, it's not just papering around the cracks and kind of having a deep conversation and saying, I'm so grateful for you. It's like really, I want, I need you to feel my fears, my vulnerabilities. I want like to be fully in this space with you, where we are um, a team without without any hiding. And maybe this is because I've carried the the, the pain of, from before, where I was having such disconnected sex that and it and it and it did so little for me. Maybe now I'm just so driven that I just can't go back into that space anymore. It just doesn't serve me. But mm. I, I really believe that. You know, this is a real problem for men in terms of my, my own experience, my 20s, you know, I had some beautiful girlfriends who were amazing, have beautiful hearts, and they deserved everything. And I kept them at such a distance, I never allowed them in. And from my own perspective, in, in, it, it kept me safe, but it also led me to constantly crave other experiences, because there mm. wasn't depth, it was surface level. And... You know I crave that 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 unhealthy masculine, that wounded masculine was seeking lust and new experiences and and running away and mm-hmm. that was painful for me. it was almost torture being in a, a relationship and not being able to experience the full depths of it and seeking other things but not wanting to hurt them
1: mm. It's really interesting that you share that because it's are you saying that like you had to find that within yourself. It wasn't like a problem with the partner not being able to go there with you. It was you not being able to go there with yourself. So kind of jumping from woman to woman, looking for something.
0: Yeah. I think that's so common in so many men, you know, so many Mm. men and even men who are in relationships, unfortunately, but they're looking around, you know, they're not fully present, fully, fully on board with the relationship they're in. And Mm. they're not able to consciously go deep and really allow a a, a real meaningful connection but
1: yeah it's like a fear it's a fear of like real intimacy isn't it like really really being seen because that was really scary to do at some point so there's going to be many many women listening I imagine who are in relationships with men who experience what you have shared in terms of having these walls up not really allowing themselves to be vulnerable. What advice do you have? I'm sure you get this question a million times, but for the women who are in these relationships and they really want their partner to open up to let the walls down to let themselves be seen um to let themselves truly drop into that heart space. What can women do without like without saying you know i want you to be like this you're not you're not good enough like without pushing them or feeling like they're pressuring them you know how like, what what tools do you have
0: yeah i mean none of that stuff is going to work is it? but it's but of course it's natural you know we're like come on like just just i wish you would just feel something why can't you all? you know that that's and it's natural i, I get it but um it's never going to the, the firstly we know that the the work has to be done by them by the individuals so and the man has to want to do the work and they're not going to be pushed. And then the way that they're set up probably in getting to that space, is just normal for them. And they're so conditioned and they believe that's who they are. You know, I believed that I was unemotional. I believed I was dead inside because I'd wrapped myself in that blanket for so long and society rewarded me that that was my identity. So if someone said to me, Ben, just mm-hmm. loosen up, it's like, well, oh, that's not me, you know? So we can't just tell them, so they have to want to do the work, but if, if, to allow them to want to do the work, can we really embody ourselves? Can we provide the safety for them now to, to, to go there, to, to really sit in that space and to, to allow them to really express all of their truths? It's almost like a flip reversal. It's almost like can the, can the, can the, the women really hold space for, for their man to feel safe enough to expose the deepest parts of them, to expose like the parts that they carry shame around, the fact that perhaps they've done things in the past that they're not proud of, that they don't like. Can can you let them be all of the man that they are and still accept them and not hold it against them, not judge them, mm. but just acknowledge that this is part of their healing and, and sinking deeper into their into into their heart in that space because now they can show up. In a space where they they truly can be themselves, so it requires a strength mm. in the, in the, in the, from from the from the feminine to sit and hold them and allow them to nurture them and allow them to say, "Hey, I, I see you. You're my, you're my warrior, you're my man, and I want to hold you, and I want you to be all of who you can be with us." And I just want to sink a little deeper into that space. What's possible? Mm. What like what's inside of you? Like, tell me more about you. Let me. Can we go there? Please, just allow me that that owner to, mm. to see more of you so that we can become more of a team we can go deeper into our relationship and we can get more out of this if you can kind of sit in that space yeah. and just allow and they can feel safe enough to 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 express more of who they really are in a, in a world that doesn't allow them to
1: mm. yeah I love that It's so beautiful and I think what's coming up for me is that women like genuinely need to love this side of their man when he does show it, you know, they need to be like, well, wow, like I appreciate this so much. I admire this so much. This is, I accept this so much. This is so beautiful. Instead of, I think what, what we, you know, unconsciously we've been conditioned to do when, when a man or a boy cries is like, we don't know what the fuck to do with that. You know? So it's like, we need to be able to receive that and hold that and not reject it, um, or be, or be afraid of, or be afraid of or confused of it. And I think that's really beautiful work for women to do, um, inside of relationships. Yeah. We have to bear in mind at some point, that guy has shown some kind of
0: softness or tenderness or weakness in some capacity and, and people have held it against him and mm. he's decided that he won't let that be seen. You know, maybe that was him being bullied. Maybe that was source of rejection in some capacity from, either his, from his parents or, you know, in some area of life, you know, rejected by a girl, perhaps in an early relationship or friends who started to pick on him because, you know, he cried or he was emotional in some capacity. And, and there, a story would have formed to say, Hey, don't ever go into that space ever again. You know, and I speak from I put my hands yeah. up here, you know. I I went through that experience. Experience is many times, and it's armor. And it's and, and the only way that we mm-hmm. let go of that armor is to be able to feel that our partner will still accept us and will welcome that side mm. of us to, to hold us with tenderness, that it's okay without judgment.
1: Yeah. So I want to switch gears a little and talk about this conversation around toxic masculinity. And, you know, there's been a huge thing recently in the UK, um, you know, women sharing about how they're not feeling safe still when they're going out at night or walking home and all of this stuff. And there's a, um, you know, there's the, there's the statement, not all men. Um, And all of this stuff has been, has been really, really topical recently and, I'm just curious to hear like what your perspective on this is because I've also heard um, quite a few men share from their perspective that this is um, really hard for them to hear and they feel that women hate them and they're really doing their best. And, (laughs) you know, there's, there's obviously everyone's got their own perspective, but I'm just curious to hear like your thoughts on just on this movement from a male perspective Um, because I, you know, I think the, the goal of this is to help women feel more safe ultimately, and to help men do the work. But I'm also very aware that by shaming men into doing the work is not going to help them to do the work either. So there's got to be a degree of understanding and compassion, but then it's really hard to have compassion and understanding for some of these behaviors and actions and, you know, which is toxic and you know, not acceptable. Where, where do you stand on all of this? Like, what's your opinion? Everything you just said,
0: everything you just said. I mean, I I will start and say like, in terms of toxic masculinity, I I much prefer the term toxic conditioning, you know, because Mm. every man is born pure uh, and then they learn otherwise and they become disconnected from their heart and it leads them, you know, down a path of destruction. Um, mm. and then you're, you're, you're so right. You know, the only way that men are gonna, uh, are gonna want to heal, um, particularly the ones who really need to heal, which is a lot, um, is through compassion. If they're, if they're shamed, you know, and, and listen, I, I speak from my own experience here when, when this, when this started to kick off, you know, immediately I, there was, you know, and I've, I've done some work around this and I, I, I felt triggered and I, and I saw women calling men out and, and. You know, I actually made a video, and I'm I'm so glad I didn't sit in the space because we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, but I made a video saying, hey, it's not going to help anyone if we're calling men out. We need to soften. We need to have compassion. But like you then also said, it's, that is not having compassion for the pain that women are experiencing, and how can they have compassion for the some of the behavior that they've been through? So I, I was lacking compassion for them, mm-hmm. and, and there's so much to this. But ultimately, absolutely, I think men have to start by having compassion that uh, women have been through a huge amount and that they are coming from some deep wounds that were flared up during the last month or two that mean that sure they're not in a place yet to say men are have good hearts or they, they forgive men or whatever it is and at the moment they just want their message to be heard that, and that is that men have caused pain and destruction and that's where they're coming from um so men have to mm. be sit in that space and listen and just hear that and not take this. It's not a personal attack. This is just women sharing their experiences. And that's a big lesson for, for, for men in general is to allow women to express their emotions and express their truth. So can we do that at the very starting place and then not get defensive enough to go, Hey, like, you know, you're saying all men, well, I'm not, I'm not that man. So like what you're saying immediately discounting everything you're saying, cause I'm not that man. Cause you, you you're shaming me. But sinking in and just listening, just listening now and understanding that Mm -hmm. society takes us on an unhealthy path. And whilst we may have stayed on the right side of the line somehow, you know, along the way, maybe we've ducked on the wrong side at times, but, you know, not meaningly, not meaning to, because we know that there is good in our heart. We know that and and we wouldn't deliberately try and cause pain. Can we understand that across society, there's a problem here? And fundamentally, men really need, and we're being asked to right now, to to reconnect with our hearts. And that's not stripping the warriors in us. That's not not telling us that we need to, every time, have deep and emotional conversations about our feelings whenever we meet up. But it's just meaning that can we have the capacity to express all of who we are and to soften into the, the softness inside of us as well as still being the warrior in a healthy way you know, and channeling our anger and expressing our anger in ways that don't hurt other people, but allow us to release it. And this is the work. And there's no shame on men for me, as I say, because I've sat in rooms with so many men who have caused pain and destruction and I've seen their their truth and their heart. And I know they, they didn't mean to, 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 to I mean, I, it's really hard to, to, to do this. Um, yeah. So I've sat in a room with men who, you know, drug dealers with, Um, professional sportsmen with ex-policemen special forces you know men who have had to be strong and tough all the way through their lives and have caused pain and when they've been allowed the safety to drop into their heart and they've been able to do so over time it's not a click your fingers thing but over five days let's say and their heart has always been pure. It's just they, they didn't know how to, to connect with it at times. And they went into this mode mm-hmm. of, of safety, of needing validation, of thinking to, they've got to stay safe. They've got to help hurt other people and show their own strength. And it's never been their truth. It's just, it's just yeah. been the path they've shown.
1: Yeah, I do as well. And I think at the end of the day, we all want connection and love and truth and intimacy and relationship, like healthy relationships. Um, but like you said, it is the toxic conditioning. And I think from the women's point of view, we, I mean, there's not a single woman that I that I think on the world hasn't had some kind of, um, you know, pain caused to them from this wounded masculine, um, this conditioning that men face. But I think our job now really is to not create an image of men that is not what we really want to see. I think it's our responsibility now if we can hold love and compassion in our hearts and really see men in the way that we want to see them and not let our past hurts, betrayals, scars and bruises color the way that we see every man that we come into contact with, because then we're just creating more of creating and attracting more of what we don't want, you know? So it's like being able to speak our truth and say, this was unacceptable. This was painful. This was not on this happened and being able to stand in that truth and also not let it, you know, you ruin the way that we see men in the world. Cause I think that's going to stop us again from having the kind of relationships that we want. And I think the relationships that we want, there's going to be healing on both sides to be able to have that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. Really beautiful. Like the way I'd sum it up is to say, you know, men have done bad things, but they're not bad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And, and, you know, there's so many men that have been hurt by women as well in different ways, you know, there's, there's a conversation for that as well. And I think a lot of, you know, as you said, hurt people hurt people. And a lot of men are acting from a place of hurt because they have been hurt by the feminine. Um, it just shows up in a very different way, but I think all women have, have also hurt men. Just, it's just in a different way. It doesn't show up as, um, you know, it's a little less, easy to um spot because it's not as physically um big and uh, do you know what i'm trying to say here
0: <laughs> of course yeah it's not as visible it's not as like it's not in figures and and you know in, on the news it's but it's it's emotionally you can't measure emotions can you in that sense um and i guess like one thing i'd love to add on to that as well is that you know a major scar that any woman could leave a man with is to say he's too emotional or too weak or not manly enough because, you know, he's going to go in on some toxic traits from that place because that's men, you know, men are so afraid of Mm. of weakness. And if we're, we're, if we're put in a place where we think, I'm con- this is not meant to be poor men, by the way, because uh, you know we cause enough destruction, but just to be conscious that when we when we make men bad or wrong in that or, or, or appear weak in that space, we are pushing them towards avoiding that and going all in on, okay, I'll show women. I'm never going to be rejected on being weak again. I'm never going to show my emotions like that ever again. I'm not letting them in. It's, I'm going to be armored up all the way. If that's the way, I'm going to get rejected. And I think there's probably not many, like a lot of men who have been through that at some point, maybe in some capacity where they've wanted a girl and the girl said, no, you're not manly enough for Mm. me or you're too weak. And then they've carried that scar and forevermore, they will never want to Mm. be perceived as weak or unmanly again. And they'll go overboard and be Mm. disconnected in the future.
1: So what is a, a message that you would like to share for the men listening, and then also for the women listening?
0: Mm, the men, I, I just, the first thing I'd start from this place, I'd always say it, like, for me, who, as a man who wants to help other men, I, I, I have to, and I, and I mean it, that, that I don't carry any blame for any man mm-hmm. in whatever space they're in. It's not about, you know, I, I always come back to this, your wound is not your fault, but your healing Ooh. is your responsibility. And that's where men I love need that. Yeah yeah it's for me it's everything your wound is not your fault but your healing is your responsibility and you know men are doing everything to deny their wounds at Mm. the moment um well not the moment always we don't want wounds are weak Mm. we don't want to have wounds if we can let men understand that there is no blame on them for the wounds they do have which everyone has men and women then perhaps we can soften the space and allow them to grow because we're not shaming them we're not blaming we just you've lived a human life and you've got you've got wounds there but only you can correct them only you can help yourself and only you can do the work to allow yourself have better more meaningful relationships with your friends your parents your your partner your kids all of that it all benefits and then for the women um i think for me it's a case of understanding that you know we've kind of said it but this space that men are men are men are we're in pain and we do bad things, but we have, a, we have hearts. We just have become disconnected to them. And what we need to do is learn to reconnect to our hearts. But shaming us and making us wrong or telling us we are bad doesn't help us because inside of us we're like, I'm not bad. You just made me do this. Or, or like if you – I mean, then we'd have every excuse under the book, but it's not that we're bad. You know, because we know in our hearts, deep down, everyone, it's like every mother sees their young boy and knows that there's pureness, Mm -hmm. there's love to them. But we just got lost somehow. And the ego is so good at justifying and blaming and making others wrong. But yeah, we just if we can just have a little bit of compassion for understanding the journey Mm. that men go on and the path that we're taken on. And that we didn't choose to Mm. be bad. We didn't want to be bad, but stuff happened to us along the way
1: yeah i love that thank you ben so moving on to our quicker love sex magic questions what is something that you love right now
0: i love my heart now i love my heart i love the connection that i found with my heart it's my truth it's 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 the beautiful part part of me Mm. um It's what I aim to connect with always. Um,
1: And I'm so grateful that I found it. What a beautiful answer. And what is something that turns you on?
0: I'm gonna say innocence, playful innocence. Um, Something that lets me step into my masculinity and on my step into my masculine and take control and lead and with a with a softness and a playful adventure that turns me on. Mm, beautiful.
1: And when was the last time you
0: experienced magic? Hmm. There's magic everywhere now. There's magic everywhere. Um, you know, I want to share something that has changed my outlook in the last two weeks because it's been tough over here you know for the last couple of months, and I live alone and I've been through a breakup and it's been challenging there's been all sorts of different things going on in my life and um something that's really shifted for me is just changing the language in my head that for a long time or for the last few weeks that said I need to do this. I've got to do that. I should do this. You must do that. To just changing it every day to say, instead of whenever that language came out, to just change it to, I get to. I get to work out today. I get to follow my passion today. I get to sit in this space with Mel today. I get to work on things that I love today. I get to cook healthy food today. When there was a period where I was like, oh God, I've got to do this work. I need to work out later. I've got to do that. I've got to cook. What am I going to do for lunch? And it's just a complete, it's like for me, that is practicing gratitude all the time in everything I do. And when we show up in that energy, that's magic. When we show up with, I get to do this right now. I get to sit in this conversation with Mel and to to see you and to exchange an energy and to hear you and to share and express and to just sit in this beautiful space. Like when, when that's my, when I get to do that, I show up with that energy when I must do it. It's like, right, okay, what are we going to do here? Like, how, how long have we got? When are we going to do it? You know, which, of course, you know, I never brought that energy to this, but I did bring it yeah. to some of my things. So that, for me, is, is some real magic that I've reconnected with in mm. the moment, just changing that language and seeing what we get to do in our
1: life every day. I love it. I love it. So, Ben, where can everyone come and hang out in your space, be a part of your community and programs and get more from you?
0: Oh, thanks, Mal. Um, It's Instagram, really. It's the Naked Professor. And then my website is benbidwell.com. I'm just launching a mentorship program that's um, taking people on this journey. And it's not just men. you know. It's not just men, but it's men and women. Um, A journey to connect back into their heart and to become all of who they can be, which is the journey that I went on. Uh, And a journey that I feel people need. So that's kind of my real passion right now, Um, along with HeartSpace, which is the community that I'm building that allows people to be all of who they can be, to express how they're really feeling, to go on a personal development journey of reconnecting to their truth and expressing that in a mm. safe community. So they're my things really um, right now, and yeah, I just, I'm just lucky, now I'm just really lucky. I'm lucky to sit in the space. I'm mm. lucky to doing work I'm doing. I'm lucky to connect with you. I'm so grateful to Hay House that they got yes. on that stage. And,
1: oh, yeah. we're all very, very lucky, and. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom, all of your heart, all of your magic. I've really appreciated this conversation. Thank you for giving me the space. It's lovely to connect with you. All right, my loves. Well, I hope you got a lot from that episode and some things that you can take away into your relationships. As always, if you loved this episode, hit share, share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and I'll see you on the next episode.